The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our final Schlocktober episode of 2020. Schlocktober. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've got a fun movie to uh, take apart. Divine fun. Fun, yeah. I think we have different definitions of the word fun. Continue, sorry. sorry. This is a campy-ass stupid movie, okay? And it's it's severely disappointing on many fronts. However, we're going to have a lot of fun with it tonight. Uh, Anyway, I am the Groots. F.U. Hunter. And our guest today is no other than... Lowdown. What is up, everybody? Good yeah. to have you back. Yeah, man. It's been Sugar Hill, I think, was the last one in February. Yeah, yeah right. And this movie recovering does count as a horror movie, so it's... It does it, though. It's up your wheelhouse. It's, it's got murder deaths. Movie. Is it horror, though? It, it it's is hard a very, to take very a iconic um, horror icon. It's a horror icon. What really, is it still his movie? Because he's in it for, fifth, like, under 10 minutes. His name's on the title. Yeah, well, that is true. And the movie with a silver mask, so they were confused all around. <laughs> and the movie we are talking about is Jason Goes to Hell. Oh God! The Final Friday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, so real quick before we jump into, um, we're just gonna tear this movie a new asshole. Um, <laughs> I will say this: um, the first what eight of the Friday Thirteenth movies were all Paramount, yes. and then New Line. Got the rights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. And as much as the Paramount Friday 13th, there's some that are just stupid with him taking Manhattan and Part 5, where it's not even fucking Jason. There was still, like, this dedication to put some money and thought into their movies, even as yes. terrible as they are. New Line gets it. Man, this, it's a they just shit the bed for them. That was their first... This is their first movie. They've got an amazing franchise. Nope. Yeah. And, I mean, you're right. When Even the shitty ones through Paramount, and speaking mainly of five, I think it's probably the shittiest one. I will watch seven over five. Uh, uh, I do, eight, I will. What about, what about eight, man? Take so, eight, so with eight, I actually tried to watch it this year. <laughs> I made it through when they actually got to New York, and I'm like, I'm fucking done. I couldn't finish it. I don't think I could ever watch the movie again. It's trash. Anyway, the, the thing about five, though, is, yeah, there used to be thought because they actually made a three movie arc you had right. Tommy teenage you know like almost of legal age Tommy then you had adult Tommy in six so they actually yeah. tried to make an arc out of at least part of it right versus the first four which not so much one but all right, I'll say two through four two through four actually take place within like two days yeah you know if you yeah. look back because like each movie they're talking like well, at three they're talking about kill, a killer four they're talking about a killer that's going around like and if you look at the time frame of how he re- revives himself there within like three days. This one, it, he just like they just decide, oh, we're gonna trap Jason. Like we're gonna set it up like you know oh, FBI man. style and fucking. Oh, let's God. all right. Let's just uh, oh, let's put on, the gloves man. on and make this shit fucking bloody. No, fuck that. This is bare knuckle. Fuck all this right. movie. So Jason goes to hell. Came out in 1993. Directed by Adam Marcus. I looked at his other shit. The only thing he has as a credit besides that is he uh, wrote um, the <clears throat> Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, the one that I guess the 
other other reboot oh, God. that came out. It's actually it's, it's a sequel. It's to a one. sequel, yeah. It's a sequel. It's a direct sequel to one. Yeah, yeah. but it, it doesn't tie into the other the Michael Bay ones earlier nope. to it, it. It's a direct tie into Tobu. And I just broke my brain. Anyhow, so <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, he was involved with that. So, and I'll be honest, and I mean, lowdown. We have talked about it. I actually enjoy that Texas Chainsaw movie compared to the, right. other some of the ones. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know what happened with him writing and directing this piece of shit. Maybe this is he he did a lot of what he did wrong in this movie because there's I mean we're talking about what 15 years later is when he did Texas Chainsaw actually 20 20 yeah okay yeah 2013 yeah I want to say this was actually his first directorial feature Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly and actually thank you New Line let's all right, well, we got this franchise. Hey, you've never directed a movie before. You take on this. And apparently, uh, we can get into some of the trivia later, but uh, he clashed with uh, one of the lead actresses and to the point that she was going to leave the production at the end of it, and they got one of the other producers to come in and direct like the last few scenes, pickup scenes. Really? So, Would it really have mattered in this movie if she had left? I don't know. No, no. Who just added to it at that point? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, throw the throw another the, tire this, into the fire. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me at all. Watch the movie if it was literally just a different actress in the last part of the movie, and they just go, just just go with it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just, just go with it. Yeah, she, <laughs> Jason, like looked at her and made her face change. Who knows? Like, because the rules of Jason and the rules of all the other movies I fucking watched are out the fucking window when it comes to this one. Oh there, yeah, there are no rules in this one. Oh no, yeah, we we're gonna talk about all the all the little weird cameos that oh, happened uh, yeah. like with different franchises in the movie it's mm-hmm. bizarre all right so let's let's just start it up apparently your basic setup with every Friday 13th movie except here's some chick going into a cabin and getting undressed yeah. and actually yeah, a little bit of a tomboy but then you know yeah, the clothes she, like the, hair, yeah. the hat comes off long hair the come out clothes come off mm. yeah she looking all right and of course bam as expected, here's Jason, shows up, she gets out of the house, runs to the woods. Alright. I gotta ask, the Jason makeup was horrible. Well he's like apparently swollen over his They're his supposed mask. to, I believe, be referencing oh man, my head's already hurting with this. Um, takes Manhattan where they killed him with the toxic sludge at the so end. How do you get it? back to Camp Crystal Lake? I don't know, but I'm just saying his, him being <laughs> all his head being swollen and shit like that and all. I think that's supposed to be from the, again, toxic waste that happens under New York on a frequent basis. I don't know. Maybe he caught like a ride share from New York back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows, oh, man. Okay. But right. that's, that's awesome. he just so jumped onto their cruise line that, you know, stops in the bay, the, the harbor of New York and took it back to Crystal Lake, which okay. doesn't make any sense because okay. it's a fucking lake. But we're not going to get into a how, mm-hmm. yeah. Nope. Anyhow, okay. but she gets in the woods, and then you have your, you know, setup where she's loses track of him. There he shows up, and then spotlights. It's a setup. That's right. They set Jason up. Apparently, the military F- or FBI, FBI watched all the other Friday 13th movies, set this shit up because you can't just manhunt this dude. You've got to literally like set up like a trope to get him out to then fucking, you know. And so they just pretty much just start shooting him. There's guys waiting in trees. It's not just 
guys that turn on the spotlights and are hiding down there. There's dudes in trees with that are coming down ropes, repelling, you know, repelling. repelling, like the they're like, we're not gonna just make this sort of like we're taking this seriously. Like we're gonna make this a, a an amazing like dramatic act. Oh, dude, it, it, it was on like because you see her when she when they, the spotlights come on, you see the dumb naked girl do like a fucking tumble over yeah. the, the other agents. Red team like, go! She, Red team go! Yeah, she immediately <laughs> jump, jumps into FBI mode and she's like, blah, 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 here we go. And it's like a, a rising one-up. You got guys with a couple rifles. Then you got shotguns. And then you got a guy with a fucking belt-fed machine gun. Yeah. And then wh- what actually kills Jason... <laughs> Fucking, they mortar his ass. <laughs> they fucking shooting mortars into this trap field. And they, I don't want to even throw in for a second that I'm pretty sure they are in a circle around him. Yes. So as they're shooting at him, when they have, again, as a lot of movies do this, yeah, crossfire, they killed at least the other dudes on the other side, or they're close enough to being near an explosion. They're like, all right, good thing we were. Five feet away from that explosion. You've been caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pay enough attention to see if like he was actually in like kind of like a little bit of a dip in, in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That, that maybe they all had the high ground. Well, because they, the they had the close up. They had the close up of his head and then his heart, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, the high the ground. High ground, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all but, right. yeah, regardless, they uh, shoot him to pieces and they fucking blow his ass up with a fucking mortar. And Finally, limbs go flying, and and he ends up in a, in a fucking body bag heading to the federal morgue. And then the naturally known Jason has been killed because at this point, apparently everybody in the in the whole world knows about Jason, and they just yeah. were letting him kill and kill for years. And like, all right, fuck this, we gotta do something about this because he's known to the world. Because right. After they they collect his body parts, there's the newscast talking about Jason, and they finally got him. Like, what the fuck, man? Oh, jeez. Don't, why make this, like, this national news Jason story? Nobody fucking cares. But we get to where the dude's, I guess, an autopsy. What is he doing? Yeah, he's in a federal morgue, and he's in a bunch of pieces, and one part, his heart is on a table and uh this morgue uh this coroner guy hold on i he was in a other shitty sequel has anybody here seen rocky five yeah he was the guy he He is the don king ripoff and i remember going wow this dude likes to be in shitty ass sequels because yeah that's the don king knockoff i've seen his face in a few things he's been a few things but i always yeah i assume yeah exactly God damn. And I, I I hate Rocky Five as much as I hate this movie, so congratulations, dude. I'm going to go through the list. Are you in the Nightmare, the last Nightmare movie, Freddy's Dead? Cause... Can I just say how awesome his facial features were? Because apparently this heart is on this, I guess it's a scale, because like, you know, when they do autopsies, they weigh organs and put them back in or yeah. throw them away, whatever the fuck. Um, and he, he, you see him look at it, and he's like struggling. Like, and you hear the thump, 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 thump. And then literally his face goes, oh, fuck it, this is going to happen. And he just chows <laughs> down. Just start going at yep. Like, what? Literally his face is like, all right, fuck it. Like, yep. I'm like, holy shit, really? <laughs> this is this is what's going to happen. And then it's this whole dramatic black blood oozing out, like chomping noises. I'm like, oh, this is going nowhere fast. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and he does devour the heart. But yes. I also want to say, just to back up, like 30 seconds in the scene, uh, this is the first time I've seen this since it was on VHS. 
mm. that I saw it once, and I didn't know any of the actors. However, Kane Hodder. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does ha- does have a, a cameo out of makeup as one of the like fed guards of the morgue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they do a there's a couple of POV shots in this movie. Yeah, there and are I don't know if that was just uh, we're on the cheap, so we can't actually film the actors or whatever. <laughs> Let's just do it. But they had the POV of after you know Don King eats the fucking heart, and now he's Jason. He's been possessed by yep. the spirit of Jason. Yep, and so you only see him in reflection. Apparently, in oh, reflection. God. Well, hold on, we'll get into Jason. that. We'll get into that oh, in a Jesus. second. But he's walking out. There's the two security guards. They're like, hey, Doug, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, man. Blah. And he's walking away because he's like, I got shit to do. I'm Jason. Let me get the fuck out of here. And then he hears Kane Hodder saying how Jason's a pussy. And then Jason has a, apparently a very sensitive ego. And he's like, well, I got to kill these guys now. Because he's walking away until you hear Kane Hodder say, man, I guess he was just a big ass pussy. Yeah. However, he gets killed. They get killed off screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And you only you only find out about it with like a brief shot in like a spectacular like tabloid TV, you know, news thing, yeah. yeah. News expose that oh, and national uh, news again. They yeah. killed uh they t- killed two guards and the and the coroner's assistant, which actually that was a decent effect when he smashed his face into the grate. Pulls his face up and yeah. he's got like kind of great face. Oh, effects, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna say right now, the effects in this film were awesome. Yeah, I, the effects were that good. That is the a lot of practical. There were a couple. Positive. There was a little bit. You know who did them, right? Robert Kirkman, K and B, and Nicotero. It was Nicotero that was part of it. Okay, yeah, K and B. It was the yeah, K and B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, I knew K and B, but yeah, obviously Nicotero. Yeah, but that I mean the effects were solid because of that. It's the Reason. only, in my opinion, redeeming quality oh, yeah, of this is, yeah. is that there's a couple of scenes and shots you're like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool looking, and then you deal with the rest of the fucking movie. But I think this is what you were talking about earlier, uh, running on a limited budget. Mm-hmm. The first few kills are relatively off-screen and, and underwhelming. They were waiting. They were letting it build up for the later oh, When we get to the, the news movie. report, they literally say um, there's been a string of Jason-like kills. And I was just thinking, what is a Jason-like kill? Because... Well, dude, it's been fucking... Oh, Jesus. At this point, almost 20 years of Jason kills. Like, I'm right. sure they know True. what a Jason kill is. Really? But nobody this else... This is the reality they put us in. Okay? Right. This is the reality but they But later put us on, in. we see Don King, and he's got a fucking scalpel. Which makes it seem like he's killed most motherfuckers with that fucking scalpel. But then, how is those kills well, Jason style kills? Because it's Jason killing them right after he he escapes. God damn it! You right, just not answered answered my question. Right after he escapes, we get that scene where there's like three teenagers that are going to Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Because, Jason's dead because now. It's Jason's cool. dead, and it's cool. And and they hitch a ride with uh, Steve. Steve, the other character. Steve should have smashed. He should have smashed. And uh, they get there, and he's 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 not into it. He's got a he's got I a don't mission. Know why. She's fucking. I would have. Well, Christ. apparently he's <laughs> ex girlfriend wife. Did we ever get that figured out? No, it was the mom of his ex girlfriend or wife wanting to see him. It's like if you want her back, you need to right. Come but he's still me. he's still hung up on her. Well, Whatever. he's the baby daddy. Yeah, right, he's the baby daddy. Yeah. That's all we know. We don't know if it's an ex wife or an ex girlfriend. And he's on the way to see her. It's like, dude, you could just like. You take a, take a both, side note, yeah. get your nut off, and then go. You'd probably be a little more calm in the conversation. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> look at that guy. 
Exactly, and he, he was getting he was getting affronted by a very uh, attractive, te- like of age, young female. So yeah, I, okay. I, I don't I don't see the confidence there. Oh man. Oh oh hold on. Before we start going to more kills, we did get introduced to another character, the random ass um, bounty hunter, Duke, who oh, Duke. apparently knows everything that's going on. Somehow he's like, well, you guys are fucking idiots. Jason's not dead. He just used that as a host, and he can do it. And literally tells everybody what actually does happen, and he just knows it because he knows it. That's all. I, the only thing I, I know that guy from is he was the replacement for the Deep Throat character in X Files. Yep. Mm. yep. So he was mm-hmm. like the second Deep Throat character, like helping Mulder out with like conspiracy shit with the government. And he was intense as fuck on on X Files. In this movie, uh, <laughs> and apparently, the uh, only way he was going to play this character, agreed to play this character, is if he could wear cowboy shit. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because he wanted to be like a bounty hunter, like, and he had the fucking cowboy hat. Is that and, like, a thing, by the way? Because we just uh, recently talked about Halloween 2018. And the main sheriff in that, and it makes no sense to the rest of the movie, is also wearing a cowboy hat and, like, you know, that's <laughs> how we do things here in Haddonfield. You're like, wait, where's Haddonfield? That's not yeah. in Texas, yeah. right? It's so I feel like this, the actor in, the 20, in Halloween 2018 made the same deal where he's like, I'll play your role, but I'm fucking wearing a cowboy hat, all right? Oh, man. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Duke and, oh, remember, well, he made some shitty comment about Jason that was like, oh, I think of a little girl uh, putting a finger through a donut. I'm like, what the fuck yeah, was that? Dude, I, he, he, the, he does some weird shit in this movie. Right? Oh, yeah. Right? It's really strange. It is. The shit he but does. he's on the, again, national news story, and they're interviewing him. He's like, yeah, Jason's not dead, you dumb motherfuckers. You know, I'm, I can tell you everything, but I got to wait till I'm in a jail cell with somebody else to give all the information well he's the one that collaborated with the feds to for the ambush yeah the ambush yeah because i know he was hiding in the woods but i just thought he like figured he would watch that i think this is a good part for like a little bit of backstory i don't know if groups of you are if this is something you were talking about earlier but marcus came out the director adam marcus came out and said that the backstory for duke actually got cut and the backstory was basically that he was with his girlfriend at camp crystal lake I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, and they were on a boat out in the lake. Jason came up, pulled, you know, kind of fucked with the boat, pulled her off, killed her, and he survived. And ever since then, he's been hunting Jason. That would be added value to this movie. Yeah, thank they cut, you. They cut the added value, but that was the Marcus came out and said like so, that was so the that was supposed like, to be his backstory. So the director's like, dude, I had like a whole setup, but uh, I just didn't use it, or you know, like or realized like you know what, I don't, we don't care. Just have him talk. That's Duke all. is way more like ingrained in like Jason lore than it comes. They give you no reason why he's so like oh Jason's obsessed. ass. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, no he, reason whatsoever. He hasn't been in any other Jason movie. Like it literally, it's just like okay, this guy is really interested. You know what would have been cool is if it had been it was a three movie gap and they fucking brought back Tommy as the fucking bounty hunter who's that, just been on the that, sidelines. That would have been fucking rad, right? Yes, that would have made that been, sense. That the been, person that knows Jason better than anybody wouldn't else. Wouldn't that have been awesome? That would have like, been awesome. Tommy Jarvis is like, oh shit. Yeah, that, that anyway. Can that we was, bring up, by the way, that there's also something that never was brought up in any of the other movies? Um, the um, bloodline of the Voorhees that... Oh, yeah, that that I was mean, interesting because that's the central plot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. total central and plot. I've, I realized that this has a lot of similarities to um, Freddy's Dead 
where they're just like, uh, did we not mention the sister or daughter? daughter? Like, yeah, wow, it's weird you made it through all those movies and you didn't bring it up, as if you're fucking reaching as much as fucking possible. And both the fucking terrible Nightmare movie and the terrible Jason movie, <laughs> both are like, oh, you know he's got like some relatives, right? So, there you go. Because yep. there's Voorhees. You see it on the house, the, the mailbox, it says Voorhees on it. Oh, Jesus. So, mm. so basically... What is it? what ensues after the doc? Basically, there's kills, a series of kills, kills the, and there's a series of transferings of this little oh, fucking oh hold on hold on hold on evil thing. So yeah, he kills a good another practical good practical freck, the two couple that's fucking and that was Cinemax, an awesome fuck scene by the way. That's some Cinemax that was an awesome shit. Fuck like scene. you almost see penetration. I was like, kind of surprised. Damn. But right. she gets stabbed, and I was like, okay, that's basic. But then rips up, so you see her kind of get split in half. Yeah, that's a Greg Nicaro yeah. like. Congratulations, that's fucking yes. badass. Good yes. job. So, yeah, Jason, what do I call? Doc Jason. Doc Jason, yeah. <laughs> Doc fucking kills Jason. them, but he's like, oh, this body's starting to wear, wear out a little bit. So and then there's another sheriff, and so he's like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to I'm gonna grab this the sheriff. But then there's a weird scene where he, he, he kidnaps this, the sheriff, has him on the table, and he's... Apparently there's a rule. Why did you shave him? That's what I was gonna say. There's a rule that Jason's oh like, God. I do not deal well with fucking mustaches. Why does he shave him? So he's got him on there, strapped down, and he's shaving his mustache off. After as to say, Jason doesn't fly with fucking mustaches. Fuck that noise. But apparently Jason has like a fetish for bondage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's got that dude basically naked, bonded like in a weird Yo, ass, like tied naked? the fuck down. And wait, maybe maybe that's another deleted scene. He starts with the mustache and then goes down to the rest of the body hair. Maybe there's a little weird. No, like, no, no. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> shave. <laughs> say, like, all right, Fuck. first the sash, then oh. the pubes. Uh, if I'm transferring oh, this body, because I learned a lesson with this doc guy, that dude didn't fucking shave or shit. I no. just, I just don't know why. Like, he could have just been strapped to a table, but no, <laughs> he had to be naked. He had to be he naked. naked. He's later in the same outfit, like, strapped. Like, I mean, it was something straight out of like a fucking fetish movie. Yeah. Okay. And I was right. Like, what and the then, fuck. And then the next time you see the sheriff. He's fully clothed again. Yeah. So, and what the, the same fuck clothes. was and the point the, yeah. of A, stripping him naked and strapping him to a thing just to do like this weird black sperm thing transfer and then shave? Yeah, you yeah. have a mustache, dude. Like the doctor had a mustache. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is maybe Jason fuck? was so irritated with it. Like he's killing people. He's like, oh, this fucking mustache. He's like, next dude I possess. First things first, I'm taking mustache off, fucking pubes off. I'm gonna shave their fucking legs. Oh. Whatever I do, I want to be. I'm Jason. I need to be comfortable, right? Yeah, man. Jason has never taken a shower in his life. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Okay. But yeah. So yeah. Then. Oh. All right. Now you brought up a little earlier. But we're going to bring up how, just in case the audience was confused, maybe they had gone out to get popcorn, they have very short-term memory, and they're like, why is this guy killing people in this Jason movie? They made sure to stress that Jason has opposite vampire power. As in, any mirror he walks by, whoever he's possessed, it shows the mirror image as Jason. Mm -hmm. Which... Mm, makes no sense at all at any time mm -hmm. but just in case I, I think that's for the audience member that's like wh why is this sheriff guy killing people and looks like he's like weird and then he walks by me he's like oh he's Jason because of the mirror thing mm -hmm. it's worth mentioning that Creighton, <laughs> Creighton Duke 
was interviewed on this this uh, tabloid TV show, right? right? And he says, Jason wears bodies like a suit. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not just one body. And it's like, okay, that's that's all new. Since yeah. when? Yeah. And then, of course, he puts out, it's going to be 500 grand. You give me 500 grand, I'm going to prove Jason exists, and I'll kill him. Okay. That, that's his whole deal. That's yeah. why he shows up at the diner. Uh, that money. He shows up at the diner because he apparently knows everything. He knows that Jason's going to be going after any of his blood relatives because that's the only way that he can reconstitute himself into Jason again. Mm-hmm. The diner that is fully his, embracing the serial killer. Oh, the Jason Burger. Two the for Jason one. Burger and the cheap-ass Jason mask and the... Which, I'm sorry, oh. but like if if his sister has been traumatized... By by being related to him, yeah. Why would the fuck she work there, and why would she let them completely like? It's it's like yeah. that. It's like that Area Fifty One like diner. Yeah, that's, that's and, near, and, and, and like you know? the movie Paul, where like yeah. they embrace like yeah, that's where they're just like hey, you get this guy killed like fifty people want a burger with this like hockey mask like it's weird. Agreed. That, and they were showing how to make the burger. Yeah, with the you co- gotta take hockey. the eyes out. It's a hockey mask. No, oh. no, no. Agreed. It was that that I mean, it was funny at first. He's like, "See, you do this, you scoop the eyes out, boom, it makes another patty. That's two for one special." And they're like, "I love this woman." I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you people?" Jesus so, Christ! We didn't bring up, I guess, that he Jason does kill. He tries to he tries to slug her, give give, and I say slug he as kills in, his sister. Apparently, well, he right? kills her, but his intent he was thing was is that he was supposed to put his slug self into her. Doesn't work out. He kills her, something like that. Steve. Steve stops that from happening. Yeah, Steve hops up. The sheriff gets possessed, or the sheriff's the one that kills her, I guess, by accident. He was the one that was possessed. Gets the fuck out of there, and then Steve is now um, the new character that's the baby daddy of whatever. Of her daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of of Jason Voorhees' sister's daughter. Yeah. Baby daddy. Yeah. Thing. So yeah, yeah it's which yeah, it's a all right. Lot. So exactly. So it's too much. The daughter comes back because she's been told her mom's been murdered. Yeah, and there's a scene that I thought was kind of amazing. Is she rolls up into her mom's house, and then the I guess friend of her mom that works at the diner with her is cleaning up the obvious blood-stained carpet. Yeah, and like she runs into her, and she's like, "Oh hey, how's it going?" She stops cleaning her mom's blood and just starts chatting and it's not like the daughter has a moment like oh my god that's my dead mom's blood on the carpet she's just like so hey how's it going yeah. oh. and they just start chatting I was like and the, and the girl cleaning the blood is like oh I was oh how was the flight I'm not gonna talk about this at all <laughs> nope like the, your mom's blood is all the fuck over the place you're like hey how was the flight how you doing how's LA how's yeah. it going like <laughs> right what the fuck dude and of course uh, Steve who was at you know d- at there during the attack he's the main suspect he's the main suspect yep. so he is in jail <laughs> oh man with Creighton yep. because Creighton mouthed off to the fucking cop and they have the weirdest exchange because Creighton is basically saying is telling him what he needs to do to save his kid his baby basically. mama well, or, or, and, and he cares more about the kid than the baby mama because right. they're, they're both like Maybe, Voorhees yeah. blood. Let, yeah. Let's just Maybe. let's just set this up. We never know the child's name nope. because the baby is literally referred to by the mom 
and everybody as baby. So baby, baby, yeah, baby. yeah. Maybe, maybe she was waiting to reunite with Steve to name baby? the kid. Yeah, but would you say daughter or son, not baby? <laughs> baby, where's my? Where's the baby? Where's the baby I gave birth to? Where is the it? baby? My baby. The Where baby. is it? The baby. Get it over here. Get the baby so, over here. So they're having <laughs> the bounty hunter and Steve are having their their cells right next to each other. And the bounty hunter says, "You want answers?" He's like, "Give me your hand." And then there's a weird, awkward, what minute where he's caressing the bounty hunter's caressing his hand. This is the weirdest scene of the movie. It's fucking weird, man. I don't know what the yeah. fuck his like, deal was. Do you are you are you willing to pay? And you're like, what? What's what's the price? He's like, are you willing to pay? It was like this weird fucking foreplay to breaking his fucking fingers. Yeah, I know. God damn it! Well, this one is finger. Stupid. And then he's like, do you want more answers? And then he's like, yeah. He's like, you know what you need to do. Hand back through the cell. Break another finger, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Was it to see if he was tough enough to stand up against Jason? Like, what was the point of this? Well, I I, I think it it was very bad storytelling, but Mm. it it basically, I think he was giving him a reason that he could get released from jail because he was legitimately injured, Mm. which is why, like, he was like, "Oh my god." That this motherfucker just broke my fucking fingers. That is true. I need to get yeah. out. And, he did give and, him a reason. Yeah, that's true. But I, I I found it humorous that he gave him more information and he said, "I'll give you a free pass." He didn't break a third finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that he's screaming in pain as having fingers broken, but there's nobody paying attention, and then he's like, "Oh my god!" And then they're like, "What's that? What's going on?" Would somebody have been an earshot prior to... Dude, the right? police in these movies are dog shit, They're dude. terrible. Like, they're terrible. They're terrible. Small town, small town cops, man. They're fodder. Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes. So, he ends up escaping because he's like, uh, he broke my fingers, and he holds his buddy, his old buddy, who is one of the co- one of the deputies or whatever. He gets his gun and is like, let me the fuck out. And he gets he gets away. And he ends up like going back to the fucking diner, like hiding out, where there's a sequence where baby gets put in a box. Yes. Can we talk yeah, about yeah, that? Oh, yeah. Baby so, in the a daughter box. shows yeah, the daughter shows up to the diner and she's like, I've got mm. stuff to do. And so she asks um her mom's friend that works at the diner, Can you keep can you watch baby again? Not daughter baby. Just we can watch baby. And she's like, well, I, yeah, I can. And I guess she didn't want to tell her, well, I'm actually working a fucking shift. So, but mom leaves and this friend that's in charge of the baby is like, well, how much do I actually have to be in charge of the baby? Takes the baby to the back storeroom, finds a box. And it's like, babies like boxes, right? And then I guess... Put leaves, the baby in the box. Puts the baby in the Sorry. box at the storeroom for... Nobody puts baby in a box. Exactly. <laughs> for hours. For <laughs> hours. Can we find this weird uh, tie-in where, like, it was it was a girl and that baby went on to change Patrick Swayze's yeah, that uh, would be awesome. life into a, a life of not degradation and, you know, just sex. And like that would be a great makes matchup. Him a very, <laughs> makes makes him a reputable man because <laughs> they had the time of their lives. Can we can we do that, please? Yeah. That would be awesome. 
<laughs> All because that baby got put in a box. All because the baby got put in a box. I just who thinks that's a good idea? Like babies, babies like to be in store boxes, storeroom boxes, right? Like that's a thing. Yeah. Four hours while yeah. I'm doing my waitress shit. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know what? Could you not look at your boss and say, "Hey, I'm in charge of another human being. Can I take the afternoon off?" I guess. Yeah, your diner is so fucking important with your fucking hockey mask. Exactly. <laughs> like. That's what you're trying to get to bring Jesus. in more business is a hockey mask burger. You're 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 done anyway. It's fine. But we get Steve rolling up back to the Voorhees house, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, all right. What does he find there? Oh man, this is oh, oh okay. Oh. Hey, all right, so there's a lot of stuff comes into play here. That so you you guys want to bring it up? I got some I got some stuff to talk about. Well, I'm this. just gonna now I'm gonna bring up the the weird prop cameo, which now makes sense because Greg Nicotero probably had something to do with this. Uh, yeah. But the fucking Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon. Necronomicon is and, in and, the house. And it's not just the like you see the cover. He opens that shit up. There it's are the fucking pages yes. in there. In yes. the Voorhees house. Just randomly sitting on a fucking like cabinet. Did we not also see uh some crates that might have been from an Antarctic thing? Yes. That said uh it had a certain play on a certain uh, director's name. It's a Julia Carpenter, but that was also from the thing. It was it was what like an fuck, an man? experiment. Like yeah, what no, the hell is going yeah. on here? So, uh, uh, if someone, <laughs> no, if someone else has this information. I would. I mean, either you two, but I did. I, I saw that. And I did some digging, and apparently, Mark uh, was it Adam Marcus went up to his uh, special effects guy Robert Kurtzman. Yeah. who was also had worked on Army of Darkness, and actually that was being done right prior to Jason Goes to Hell, started yes. filming. So he actually went up to Raimi and talked to Raimi about his idea for Jason in this movie. He thought it was bullshit that Jason was apparently drowned as a kid, and the next time you see him, he's an adult, and then eventually he just goes into be a zombie with no explanation, because we had zombie Jason starting in Jason Lives in Part 6. Right. So he added in... But didn't get displayed because I guess cuts and time length and whatever <laughs> that Pamela Voorhees sold her soul through the Necronomicon and Jason is a deadite. What? Yes. What? And so Sam Raimi was keen on the idea, so let him use the Necronomicon and the the dagger, Fuck. the Candarian dagger, dagger from Army of Darkness, free of charge. For the movie, he just couldn't use, you know, Deadite or Evil Dead or Necronomicon Fuck. or any of that shit. So that was all Sam Raimi approved, sir. What? Sam the... Raimi approved. Now, that see, nonsense. now, then he watched the movie and said, oh, shit, shit. And if you look at the fucking, <laughs> not like the very last scene where he's got, like, legs and shit, but the original, like, times he spit up his little fucking worm thing, it looks like the Deadite ghost kind of stuff you yes. see. Yeah. Little demon things. No, so, it looks like at the very end of Evil Dead 2. Yeah, like the exactly. Face, that face uh, exactly. of the, the so, creature. That was all approved and it, it is directly from the Army of Darkness. That's why it looks exactly wow. like Wow. Alright, so that dagger I didn't catch that it's reference. Kandari- yes, it's the Kandarian oh, dagger. I, I legitimately thought like, oh man, did they, they use stealing the fuck? Did they use the same prop from the Golden Child? The, Ash- <laughs> the Ashanti dagger? <laughs> I was like, because there's so many fucking references, man. Well, the dagger's different in Army of Darkness than it was in Evil Dead 2 and in the reboot, because there's more of like a triangular shape, almost bone structure in the original, but Army of Darkness, they made it more hokey, right? It's almost like a blade. 
like a real blade, metal. Right, blade. right, right, right. So uh, that's the one that they have in the in the film. Jason goes hell, but apparently Marcus's idea was now there's a backstory for Jason. That's why he's a zombie now. He is a deadite, and that's why at the end when the demon's hands come out, it looks so fucking hokey because it's supposed to mimic kind of like uh, Army of Darkness style. Was this the like Muppet the hands? Was this like the, the terrible er- Muppet looking hands? Was yeah. this like the early inception of the notion of doing like a? Like a cross Freddy versus, versus yeah. Jason, Jason versus Ash. Ash. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was talking I mean, about I didn't, you know like, I didn't find anything out just, about that, but that would make fucking sense, just right? Just go all the way because you Do know it. what? Do it. It's nice that Raimi was like, here, I'll help you out. But could we just have fucking waited and got a Sam Raimi directed Jason movie that would have been legit Deadites and Jason? Oh, Fuck me. Instead of so like, we got this shit? Instead of like back doors. Pamela Voorhees was so distraught over her son's death, she sold her soul and brought him back to life. Like, that, that shit, you, unless you read it, it you don't know it because it's not in the fucking movies. How the fuck are you supposed to know that's part of the fucking story? Sorry, that really irritates me. Because I'm with both of you. That needs to fucking happen. But if it had been done right, it would have been glorious. It was done like utter ass. That's true. And it's bullshit. Okay. So, oh, we find out, by the way, the daughter um, is um, with um, the but- asshole reporter yeah like the the tv personality from the tabloid show and he's like got this whole setup where Mm -hmm. he stole his her mom's body yeah and it's gonna like do this whole like expose and stuff like that That, because that's okay yeah (laughs) but before he can follow through with his plot the fucking uh jason sheriff fucking no mustache sheriff rolls the fuck up in there and gives him a little little uh, Jason Worm action, yeah. and then and probably I think the best looking effect of the entire Absolutely. movie. Absolutely, that's yes. when as they soon, spent the money for Nick Otero to as do As Jason his job. goes into the asshole dude, the sheriff literally starts fucking melting. I was like, oh okay, but they give him like a good like minute or two of melting and decomposing. I was like. This is like some legit good special effects. So this should be in another movie. Are we supposed to assume that that's what happened to Doc Voorhees and that's what you yeah, know, oh everybody yeah. Yeah, transfers? They just, is that what's supposed to happen? Yeah, to they all just of didn't them? pay for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they didn't pay, <laughs> for, that. Yeah. pay yeah. for that. They're like, we got okay. one shot. Let's do yeah, this. One take. Who does not have a mustache? All right, go. There we go. That was the actual, <laughs> that was the first scene that I, I, Perked up at the movie, and I was like, "Oh shit!" No, it's because rad. like the jaw comes off, and he just fucking yeah, like, it was dissolves. really good. It was that classic like super awesome Nicotero effect. Yeah. yeah, it was all my god, it was awesome. Behind the Casio score that we hear through the entire movie. Oh, so. let's not talk about that. <laughs> that was still, that was still Harry Manfredini who wrote the original one in 1980. He was that was composed by. Harry Manfredini. So, this score was them giving him, like, hey, you're hard up for money. We're going to give you $2,000 and a Casio keyboard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think it was $2,000. I'm pretty sure it was, like, you get to keep the Casio after the score. That's all we really have in it. Did you see the melting body scene? I feel like if we learn how to play to keep the piano... Well, see, so the original original Friday the 13th theme, and which carried out through four, it was horns and violin. Yeah. Right? And then that was all Manfredini. Yeah. And then, at, I don't know about five, but I don't know when six came in, it was still Manfredini, but he started using more horns in place of the violin, so it was very uh, more boisterous, right? Well, yeah. uh, aside from three, three was all remixed to make it 70s oh, disco man. R&B style. You know shit, it. Which is rad as fuck. But if I was telling him earlier, if you look at every single score minus like seven and eight, mm-hmm. they're all 
Benfrandini, he just change, he'll, he'll just alter the instruments used yeah. to kind of switch it around a little bit. But it's the, if you but it's the same score beat for beat. It's just because it's not the same instrument, you don't your ear doesn't catch it automatically. You have to actually listen to it. It's pretty cool. I, I think there's a reason why uh, in, in this age of like special vinyl releases. A lot of the Jason movies have done really well. I think Waxwork Records has released mm-hmm. a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and they sell very well because they are legitimately good. Now, with the exception I, of, I, oh, we wouldn't wouldn't horrible. buy this one. No, no, <laughs> wouldn't release this one. <laughs> and eight, they didn't even use uh, a score. They just played some cheesy eighties like. Oh God! Yeah, rock, like soft it's, glam yeah, metal right? song. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of really <laughs> shitty glam metal sounding bullshit. Oh man! All right, but so asshole yeah. Jason now tries to uh, give his uh, give the daughter a little, you know, his tongue action. She mm. gets the fuck away. Steve shows up, saves her. They run asshole Jason over, but a la now he can take a couple hits and keep going as in get a shot or run over or whatever like that right. you know so then randomly steve and the daughter are talking and he's like you know that's my baby i'm like responsible and she gets wigged out and throws him out of the car because he brought up how like you know maybe he should be in you know the baby's life since like that's his child which is she's like you're way out of line like Literally, the dude she's with tried to murder her, shot him in the head, ran over the car. But he's like, you think I can spend some time with the child? She's like, okay, that's it. You're fucking out of the car. I'm done talking to you. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm going to say, that's it? Like, you know, your dude just tried to kill you. So he gets abandoned till his buddy, Mm -hmm. the fucking, uh, in what I would call a hijinks fight. (laughs) Yeah. He shows up, his cop buddy shows up, and almost like slapping in the face, patting on the back, <laughs> weird, like goofy, like you could put music, like clown music during their fight scene. Benny like, Hill. Yeah, Benny exactly. Yes, like, Benny. Yeah, give me sex. Yeah, because they're not really fighting, but they're fighting, and then whatever. Oh, it's good. It's hilarious, oh, though. God damn it. It, it was so. It's like, yeah. how are you going to yeah. make but me? Again, I got a gun. Well, I got a gun, too. too. Exactly. The tone of the movie just doesn't know what the fuck it is. Like, it's like, look at this. This is pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. This movie reads like a, what is it, Uh, Super Troopers? A Broken Lizard movie? Yeah. Broken Lizard, yeah. It's a bunch of skits. Basically, it's like a bunch of bits. Yeah. And they don't really go together that well. So, daughter goes back to the diner. It's nighttime now, hours from when she dropped the baby off. Comes back to pick up the baby in the box. You know, and they're like, yeah, baby's in the stock room. Should be fine. Haven't heard a pee from the baby in, in, you know, in a while. So should be good. Well, what do you know? Baby in the box has been baby kidnapped. And there's a letter in there (laughs) saying, I got your baby. And she's like, oh, shit. Well, before she can do anything, in rolls in fucking asshole Jason ready to fuck some more motherfuckers up. So yep. and, yeah, uh, was yeah. this before he got to the police station? No, this was right at the. Oh, they. I guess he does go to the police station. He goes to the police yeah. station, and he, th- he like just takes that's out. That's right, because the police station is across from the diner. Mm-hmm. So he kills a <clears throat> bunch of cops. So that scene was totally, I think, a homage to the original Terminator. Oh yeah, because he rolls through that place, hard fucking hard. up cops. Yeah, well, the skull crack was probably badass. That was oh yeah, there's yeah. some great Nicotero effects there. If you don't catch it when like they pull apart, there's just like half their faces just like 
fucking just yep. like like you know been nice by the way fucking flesh and i'm not saying he, that the possessed jasons need to wear a fucking hockey mask but it would have been kind of cool if they found something just to put over their head just as like that's his like comfort zone like i like to have because you know before he had the hockey mask he still had the hood now obviously he was disfigured and stuff like that but you just give him anything you could have made this really interesting you know like you could have been to like a party store there's like a rabbit mask or something and then you see <laughs> some random ass motherfucker killing people like jason with the rabbit mask on am i wrong here that, that actually brings, <laughs> that brings up a really good point that makes no sense okay so jason was a disturbed maybe slow child initially mm, okay? yes yes and then just became a psychotic killer because mommy because mommy mm-hmm. so where did he develop the skills to manipulate people and try and like not only you talking about the slug power transferring his when he transfers his spirit or whatever the fuck it is into another body slug he will try like initially to try to convince them to get close like before violence happens like oh let me let me get close to you so i can do this thing where did he get all that like no idea uh, that goes in the that goes in the list of what the fuck with this movie. Yeah, this like, is honestly. this is yeah. not happened in eight other movies, but somehow the set seven. plot line. We'll go with seven because the first one wasn't Jason. We'll go okay. with seven. All right, all right. Seven all right. movies. This is bullshit. Let yeah. me say, like, there's you you mentioned like four <laughs> of the things that were like not brought up. It's like, yeah, we're just here's the this is the whole column of fuck you, Friday Thirteen fans. We have no idea <laughs> exactly. why we're doing this. That's basically what we got. So yeah, he goes to the police station, fucks them up, then rolls over to the diner. Um, and then starts killing her by there. Uh, Some the really sh- good kills, though. The little short guy the gets are, the head in the The kills are the, the, like, the only thing that's solid prior. in this fucking film. Yeah. The kills are all good. The one that's a little goofy is the annoying diner owner chick. He oh, her, that shit was funny, though. I guess, but like, <laughs> that was apparently hilarious. you can put right? someone's Groot. face into their face. Come on, Groot, you with me, right? No, no, no. That was funny. That was actually one of my favorite yeah, effects. that was okay. funny as shit. It was a little I weird. I wanted to shut up the entire movie, and then she finally shut up. It was great. Yeah, because he <laughs> caved her freaking mouth in. Exactly. But I would have rather seen him like grab her face, her mouth, and just rip it off. He just kind of shoved her mouth into her mouth, and was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're dead." So no, nah, I think him. that was brilliant. Uh, but like deep he frying, popped. deep frying the other dude's face, the little midget guy. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was harsh. Yeah, and then the waitress, he just stuff. popped, grabbed her head, and just yep. and look, he, he needed a good head pop. With well, Jason, he though, he right? grabbed he, good... he grabbed something and stabbed her with it, and then you're like, okay, and then he's like, you know what? Have we had a good head pop in this movie? And then he grabs her head and, yeah. She was using something to try to stab him, reverse it on her, and then, yeah, you, the head pop was so rad because it actually pulled out for it and you saw this giant just blood squirt from the top of her head as it cracked. You're like, yep. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Again, all the money went towards effects, story, fuck off. The writers, yep. just like, ah, eh, eat a dick. I don't know what to do. It's terrible. But the baby is missing. Baby. Baby's missing. And the, the Jason possessed dude didn't get it no he runs through the fucking police station and carnage ensues like lots of death basically it's just lots of death lots of kill scenes this is all the police station does lots of kill scenes that's all it is when the bounty hunters at the Voorhees house after that's where we end up yes back at the Voorhees house Steve shows up at the diner just as I guess ass was going and and I don't know if y'all picked up on this but he's like I need a weapon now, I don't know, I, I've never worked in the diner kitchen, and I don't know if that's a set piece, and I thought maybe it was on display, but it looked like they had it, like they had a set of knives, and then they had one giant-ass machete that was hanging up on the wall. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's because of Jason S. I, I, used to, I would say that, except it's in the back kitchen next to the hand, like the next to the three-compartment sink, and it looked like it's 
the you know well you got your your knives to cut stuff you get your machete knife, butcher knife, yeah and machete. your machete you need a machete hey when man you, I, I you're cutting whenever you I make meat. sushi I always use a machete <laughs> but you see what I'm saying they're like oh and there's the not conveniently placed machete and they catch it oh fuck me you're just like oh, why always guys always use a machete with sushi exactly I mean what come on are we are we, are we fucking heathens I mean exactly fuck yeah come on. <laughs> But yeah, right. Uh, why is this, why is this yeah. be back there? Yeah. Like, I get it if it's not front and display because you're a Jason themed diner, but in the back, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? If you uh. need to do detail work, make sure you have like a Rambo like survival knife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the These, saw on the back. Seriously, fuck. <laughs> oh man. So, so yeah. the daughter makes it to the Voorhees house where the bounty hunter is like, "All right, I told you I fucking know everything, and here's this fucking knife that I have that." You can make into a special, awesome Jason killing knife if you touch Darian it. Dagger. Yeah, he's like, I got your baby, but wait, I'm gonna tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. And he goes through his little spiel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the knife for you. You Stabby gotta, stab. you gotta kill Jason. You're the only one who can. Stabby stab. Stabby stab. Stabby stab. Yeah, and I mean, really, I don't know. I don't know end scene. Like an effect from Highlander, by the way, where she touches it and just turns into like like bigger knife sword thing. Yeah, like, yeah. That's why I thought it was from the Golden Child. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> it had that kind of like you know, you know little magic effect going on. I was like, what? Really, the only cool thing that, to my mind, that happens until like the very last scene is just basically they kill the business douche. And then the demon comes out. Oh, you mean the Jason slug baby? Because it was like, like a slug half the time. Yeah. It's not like it's got this like time. It's got little shit. arms and starts crawling like, around. It they knock they keep like knocking it off of things like it's this annoying gnat. And then it gets knocked off the table and it actually falls through a, a hole in the floor to the basement where some where body person had put Mama Bear and in Allah. the basement and Allah up the veg. Oh, now yeah. you get OG Jason. And a la, you know. again, Evil Dead. Mm. And oh, yeah. Tree rape. Totally a freaking... Yeah, Tree rape. Like Two the, things with the the Jason slug baby going in the vag. Also, oh, shit, there's a person in the cellar. In the cellar. Yeah, like... Yeah. God damn, the beats of this... Along with... That's when you see the crate that was for, he, aforementioned about... I'm just going to throw this out here. Antarctic he, Expedition. Yep. He kind of covered his ass, because I feel like he just kind of stole so many beats from Evil Dead that he's like, hey, Mr. Uh, Sam Raimi, can I have you uh, advise me on this stuff? Because like, he fucking jumped... Like, there's so many things that were... Oh, stuck, yeah. And, but done in such a bad fucking way. Well, once he got the veg, then here comes Jason in his form. He was able to re-bo- be reborn. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh. wait, does he need to be in a living related body? Nope. He apparently not. To, yep. Apparently to be in a set of a dead uterus and he's good. Yep. That's all he needs. And, and he shows up. Yep. And it's weird because I guess he just has his favorite form because he comes back and he's Jason he's from the like, beginning of the movie. Not like Jason all. from like at least part three. He's yeah. like Jason from the beginning you know, of part where nine. He's all fucking toxic, fucked up, and yeah. shit like that. He could even be like Jason in part two. He's like, hey, yeah. man, I'm back, guys. I'm back to OG form where I'm just an adult with a little bit of And there was an know, opportunity where the dagger gets knocked under a thing, and Jason shows up, and our fucking bounty hunter, you hear handcuffs, and he clicks handcuffs on Jason, and then clicks them to help, and he's holding, like, Bart, keeping Jason from getting to the daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, oh man, we're about to see an arm ripping scene. Nope. Nope. Just God rips, damn it. Just rips his hand out. He just rips the handcuffs off and then just bear hugs him. And I was just like, what a like see, I why the bear hug set, thing. 
Huh? I did enjoy the bear hug thing as but a person who would... But you can still would, do the bear hug. like to at least do that once to somebody. Yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> do that at least once oh, to somebody. Oh, I'm going to give you the biggest hug ever. And no, all I, your... I, just, I wanted to squeeze somebody and break their back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. You're but you could have done that without an arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Just, I've, I've popped people's backs before, but I haven't. Go, I never go full strength when I do hugs. I just do good hugs. It's like, yeah, true. like oh, your hugs are great. It's like, oh, you have no idea. But you like, still could have ripped off the arm and still done the bear hug. You don't need two arms for a, a death bear hug. True, know? and the arm yeah. would kill him. Yeah. yeah, that's a slippery slope because if you remember, like the uh, Key and Peele skit, where <laughs> the '80s yeah, like yeah, yeah. action hero is like cracking everyone's necks, like breaking everybody's oh, yeah. necks, and he gets mm-hmm. to like save the girl at the end and mm-hmm. goes to kiss her and breaks her neck. <laughs> Got to be careful, man. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. I know, I know. But anyway, I'm like. Okay, he broke his back, but yeah, there was a good ripping off. Because Jason, the fact Jason was being held up, and you know, it's Jason at this point, like, fuck you, like, it would just been like, and rip you like you're a fucking Can we you point know, out real doll. quick, during all this ensuing, because the baby's there, and initially, at, you know, Jason was trying to slug into the baby, and they rescue the baby, and then all this stuff's going on, where do they put the baby? They find another convenient box in the Voorhees house, and they go, this baby loves fucking boxes. Puts the baby in the box while they're fighting Jason because <laughs> baby loves box. Like now, they just. No, I I feel like I did say this is finite earlier, but now I can't really remember. Did they say if it was a it was a son or a daughter? Because if it was a son, what's Jason gonna do? Goes up go go up his ass? How's it gonna work? No 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 no. Hold on. I don't know. Down his yeah. throat, baby throat, baby ass. How's it gonna work? Baby loves box might be the name of the episode. Baby <laughs> loves <laughs> baby box. does love box. <laughs> baby loves box. Yes. Baby loves box. <laughs> That's so that's so, so, that's so eventually wrong. daughter chick stabs Jason and he's like But oh, you need the final kick though. The well, stab well, no, no. They stab and then uh, It's after Jason like uh chases Steve around a jungle gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then flips the motherfucker that. over. The battle at the jungle gym because he's on one of those like you know Because Jason had one of those when he was a kid, right? You had a little jungle gym outside the Voorhees house. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just tosses that over. And, yeah, and he's and like trying to reach in and shit. Like, hey, get him. Like, fuck this. Tosses the whole thing over. Beats the fuck out of, out of Steve. But, yes, she comes with the fucking knife from behind. Plunges it into the heart. Yeah. At that point, um, light... Starts, you've got like starts you've got zipping. like like spirit like Is shards. It spirits? I don't fucking know. It goes know. into the sky. Then there's a thunderstorm. As to just say like, well, no, I mean, guys, she maybe had to, she had to do the final kick though because well, apparently it wasn't in far enough. But Steve, Steve's like, oh shit, you're a pain. And then he starts like punching him, punching him like, all right, and this is for so and so, and like, this and, is then, for <laughs> and then she's like, hey, this let is me for the it. girl I didn't hook up with in the yeah. car. Right? Then, <laughs> exactly. I could have gotten laid tonight. <laughs> it's like, and it's like then, Will Smith in Independence Day. I could have been in a barbecue. <laughs> and then the chick who's literally been running away and has showed no skills whatsoever in this entire movie is like, I got this shit, and does a flying fucking Chun Li kick to the fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden she knows how to do a spinning back kick. She's been Where running away this entire time, not learning baby's name, shit like this. And now, <laughs> and now, dagger to the chest, and she's like, it's Chun Li time. Fucking pounds that shit all the way in. <laughs> And that's what's needed for the ground to open up, and then Muppet hands. Yeah. And oh, no, there's a Muppet demon too. Remember, there's a little Muppet demon yeah. that looks like a tree root coming. And this out is where like, oh god, no, this is terrible. This is where terrible. I believe Greg Nicotero and everybody involved with it said, "We've got other important shit. You got this You're last scene right. right? You got this last scene cool. covered." 
and they <laughs> use paper mache and whatever else because yeah, the dumbest bad. looking fucking demons and arms and whatever coming out grabbing they almost Jason. Grabbed, tried to grab Steve too. Oh yeah, they, they were right. yeah, care, like, oh, we're awake, bitches. Ah, oh, gimme, gimme. Yeah, gimme, gimme. When, when the when the hands that made faces in Labyrinth from the oubliette yes, yes, look yes. better than this, you know you fucked up. Jesus, man. <laughs> Holy shit, good call. Fuck. Yeah, it was terrible. All oh, right. Yeah. So then we got what, some stupid little final scene. Well, let's go. Yeah, so he gets pulled down. Bye-bye, Jason. And then Steve and walk the daughter the chick are like, yeah, walk in the sunrise and then both lazy like I, maybe we should work on this since you know that is my baby and whatever <laughs> conversation they have about maybe you know him spending time with the child sweet, he didn't sweet, know he had sweet. and then um, then we get the scene that for years was the biggest fucking deal with this movie the only is, part of the movie that well, that's what I'm saying it's the only reason people talk, didn't completely shit on this movie is well, we because we got it 10 years later I, I understand and that's why now it's not that big a deal I watched this movie with Charlotte to her, it didn't fucking matter because she has seen Freddy vs. Jason. For us, it was like... For us at the time, you have a close-up of Jason's mask on the, on the ground, and then out comes fucking Freddy, not Robert England's goddamn laugh, by no, the way. No, that was terrible. irritated the fuck out that of me. That laugh was terrible. Since, um, yeah, it wouldn't have been that hard to maybe just ask, could you just give us something or don't put anything at all? Can you give us... Yeah. All you need to go is and be in a booth for five minutes. Yeah. Here's, and we'll give you a grand. a grand. Yeah, here's a grand. <laughs> five minutes. Just we'll anything. pay for your trip over here. But no. And then so you get Freddy's arm and claw, you know, grabbing his mask, and then the worst, not Robert England laugh, and then credits. Now, at the time, I will say that that was great because it stopped a lot of people from completely shit on this movie. It's like, oh, it wasn't that good. But you, due to the fucking end, you see fucking Freddy. That was the first time seeing both franchises together mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. now we've got you know Freddy vs. Jason I mean, and it did it did lead to the spawning of a solid crossover like people some there are people that still show the movie but I mean for what it was come on man like both franchises both franchises were in the shitter even though Wes Craven it came out with Wes Craven's New Nightmare it did not redeem no. the back half of the fright of the of the, of the Nightmare on Elm Street no, franchise I'll stand okay? behind Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason. Jason is a solid fucking watch it's fun as fuck I will continue to watch it right. and continue to fucking stand stand behind. And I think they got the right director with that because yeah. Ronnie Yu, who did Bride of Chucky and done some you know fun horror right. movies, yeah, yeah. they he said, hey, you look for- like you're not going to take this too seriously for being Freddy versus Jason. You want to have a hand at it? And he did what you should do with that movie. It's serious enough, but it's tons of camp. I mean, that's all you can ask for with that movie, right? I mean, Freddy pinballs fucking Jason. I, I know. Mean- <laughs> well, it was just enough goofy Freddy from like four level. Yeah. That it was enjoyable. But anyway, so that's how this fucking shite show ended. Jason goes God to hell. Damn. It was yeah. fucking you know, terrible. All right. So let's throw this out there. You got a double feature this bitch. Oh, we definitely do. And uh, Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I can sit through this ever again. I watched it the theater, and this is the first time I've watched that from start to finish since I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I don't know if I can double feature this. I'll be honest, man. Like, I think I'd rather... Like we're saying, I'd rather watch, you know, a less shitty Jason movie and then Freddy vs. Jason. Like I'd rather watch I'll be I'll throw that I'd rather watch Jason X and then Freddy vs. Jason. You know? Mm. Yeah. If you're gonna double feature this, uh for just lack of coherency and just not making sense and keeping it in the horror realm of how franchises have gone to shit, I'd say Halloween five. 
Halloween right. Five. Because right. that movie makes zero fucking sense. Uh, some uh, French Canadian director decided, like, I know Michael Myers is going to be telekinetically linked to his family now, and I'm going to do a mask that looks like a fucking witch. Instead of looking like Michael well, Myers. Right. Got, if you Sorry. hate your life double feature, but you, <laughs> you like horror life. movies, you could do Freddy's Dead and this, and just you'll oh, hate Freddy's your Dead's life. better than this. Oh, oh god, that Whoa. movie. Know, that movie knew what it was. That, uh, see, that's that's the difference here. I've said this. This movie is not is bad because they tried to make it more than it was. Where like Jason X knows what it is, and they go in full force. Freddy's Dead is like Jason X to me, where Freddy's Dead, they knew what the fuck... He showed up like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West at the beginning, dude. They knew what the fuck that movie was, dude. There was no seriousness in that movie whatsoever, and they knew it. It's so rough as fuck, man. Me knowing not to take it seriously at all, I think it's hilarious. You remember when Freddy it's was a dad? Five. You remember when Freddy was a dad? You know what I never need to see? It's <laughs> Freddy Krueger... You're still taking it serious, though. Wearing a fucking dad sweater. That's the thing. You're still taking it serious, yeah. though. All right, a all right. Cosby sweater. A Cosby sweater. He's been wearing a Cosby sweater since the first one. Which uh, is not burnt. The only yeah. thing I could even begin to think of uh, pairing with this is just a totally fucking shitty sequel like Return of the Living Dead 3. There you go. Yep. Oh, no. I'd watch that over this all day. I will. I, will I would watch this with that. all day. Screen that first. And then people are drunk maybe, enough what? after maybe the first. Maybe the Grave. Return of Living Dead. Rave to the Grave. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't even seen that, that one. Oh, dude. Oh, it's fuck. So it's a. It's in Is like it the a, Jason like a, goes to hell of, it, dude, of uh, it's like Return of Living Dead movies. Uh, pill. So the dude goes to the rave. He's a drug dealer, and yeah. uh, 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 Trioxin is now in basically like uh, almost like ecstasy form, where it's in a pill oh, people shit. are taking. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> God well, I think we have a, another movie to watch on this podcast. Maybe, uh, yeah. I haven't um, seen it. Sounds that like somebody wants to be on that episode, too. So. No, no. Not, not me, no. Oh, God. Oh, man. Good luck finding a copy of that movie. All right, so let's yeah. uh, let's talk about... Uh, do you have any more trivia pieces from... That, that was the big one, was the fact that, like, he, there was a greenlit for that unnecessary bullshit that that you didn't even get an explanation for. That's the biggest thing is like if that had been like explained it might have redeemed this movie somewhat. Right, exactly. And it might have redeemed some previous sequels. It would have helped a lot. So, so yeah. none of that. None of that. We got nothing. It's like unless you go and read and dig why the fuck is Necronomicon in this movie then you have no idea. That's terrible. Alright, so a couple things. Uh, the girl who played the mother mm. who died early in the movie mm. um that sequence of her body getting like penet like penetrated by the uh, little like Jason slug baby slug baby no. that was not known to her and that was th- those those were filmed without her there and she didn't know that <laughs> oh also uh, they didn't show her face that's true the, yeah. the daughter uh, had a no nudity clause, but they really wanted her to do this uh, this one uh, shower scene where she was like having an emotional breakdown, and uh, apparently they ran the water so hot that it actually burned her. So she's actually crying in there. Oh wow, that's which like is, Cooper that's, shit. Which that's, is, that's some that's some directing. All right, ready? I'm gonna get these. No, ready? Co- Turn it up. <laughs> God damn. That's some Cooper shit though, where that's he wanted to get like real reactions from people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dude, the, we are not comparing this director to Kubrick, man. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that like that is yeah, the same shit he was he would do. He right. would like Kubrick. fuck his actors up. Marcus. So here is the one point that when I read it, it made total sense for the entire movie. Almost half of the finished film came from reshoots. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. 43 minutes of the hour and a half runtime of this movie was not initially filmed as part of the movie. Holy shit. They went back to reshoot and redo all this shit. You're talking, we were talking about cut sequences, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. How much shit didn't end up in the movie? And they still had to reshoot half the fucking movie to make it. Cohesive to to whatever got released. That's terrible. Dude, Mm. if that's not a beautiful disaster, I don't know what the fuck is. That's 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 more than half the movie was reshot. Holy (laughs) fuck, man, dude. That's the definition. Tommy Wiseau had a better plan than this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You should have two cameras, you don't have to reshoot then, all right? (laughs) There you go. Oh, hi, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. You want to wrap this motherfucker up? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. wrap this bitch up. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is the last episode released during Schlocktober of 2020. It's our favorite time of the year. This podcast obviously crosses all the genres of all kinds of B-movies and cult movies, but we do fucking love horror movies. Yes, It's we do. amazing. <laughs> And uh, we love this month, so we've definitely focused on it. And uh, we look forward to keeping you guys thralled and, and giving you things to watch or check out or laugh with your friends with beers on. You know, that's kind of what we do, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'll throw this out there real quick. I mean, you know, we're going to obviously be doing some holiday ones coming up here, but you oh, know, yeah. throw us some suggestions. You know, if there's now that we're, this is our final. Slocktober, we're going into the holiday season. Let us know what you think might be some good beautiful disasters for the next two months. Hell yeah. Well, there's tons. Oh I know. You Santa Slay like fucking yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> I think Jeez. there's still like one or two other Thanksgiving Have you done Thanksgiving movies? Yeah. I don't I don't think, turkey. I don't think we did Thanksgiving. We did Blood Rage though, didn't we? Yes. Did, did we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did, we did no, no, thanks killing. It's a killer turkey. Come on. That's like. Yeah, yeah. That's trauma, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a tire fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> All right. Movies. Please check us out, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast, on Facebook. Uh, you can reach out directly to us at beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. And absolutely check out all the fucking other shows on the GUI network, including. Both the other motherfuckers in this room <laughs> run a great one. What is it? From the Mouths of Madness. Bam. Fuck yeah. Horror all the time. Damn right. Yeah. Not just once a mo- <laughs> one month a year. Yeah, no, that's right. It's 24-7. <laughs> we live Halloween. 365. Halloween our, is, our, is our lives. Uh, you, sound like, yeah. you sound like the metachlorians in, your, in little things in your vein. Oh, yeah. You sound like <laughs> Oh, God. Fucker. Let's yeah. not bring that up. No. So, uh, yeah, man. But yes. Oh, uh, happy Halloween as well. Yeah. Ha- absolutely. Happy Halloween. This is uh, releasing on Halloween Day, of course, uh, for anybody that jumps on it right then. Yeah. And uh, uh, speaking of madness, go back and list, uh, check out GYPodcast.com because madness is releasing an episode on the same day. So we'll, yeah, we got, you got two new GY episodes on Halloween. Fuck yeah. Fucking right. That's, yeah. That's how much we love this fucking holiday. That's how we do it. That's <laughs> it how we is, do it in GUI. It is the best holiday. Yeah. And uh, it sucks that we are in a pandemic year where everything's fucking complicated and stupid. We're losing this Halloween, people. You realize that, right? <laughs> this is the ultimate Halloween. Full moon, extra hour, Saturday. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 it, it infuriates me. 
it, it sucks. It's, it's bad. It sucks. Yeah. Ugh. Worst year. Worst ever. year ever. God damn it. All right. Well, that's everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm the Groots. Happy honor. Low down. Thank you. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.